Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Well, hi again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Multi-Perspective Edge with two guys in the know. I'm Eric, as you all know. You hear my lovely voice twice a month. I'm sorry. No, not at all. And I'm Bert Allen. Glad that you could join us here on this Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, Hope that everybody's got big, exciting plans for tomorrow. Um, spending lots of time with family and friends and just being thankful for all the awesome things we have in our lives. Uh, I'll be out front for those of you that are that are listening, that follow us every week, every show after show. This is going to be a little different show tonight. Um, the, the past, you know, really the past couple of weeks have been uh, pretty life-changing for me especially, but I know that Bert has also been very impacted by, by some of the things that were going on and uh, the holidays, with the holidays coming, you know, uh, death is a topic that, that comes up a lot, and uh, to be, you know, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> so, uh, you know, big, big, shiny, happy things, right? <clears throat> not not so much, but uh, I do think that, you know, for those of you that, you know, have lost a loved one or are struggling with loss, this could be a really helpful, helpful show for you. Um, I'm going to put it out there, and we're actually going to dedicate this show to somebody. And this is someone that's very special to me that I can say I've honestly never met, but I know his soul. And that is uh, U.S. Marine Corps Corporal William Shaw, or Willie as I call him, uh, a very special person who passed away recently. And through his death has taught me so much and has, to listen to a lot of the stuff I'm throwing at him left and right, day after day after day. Um, Willie uh, is, is truly taking on the role of teacher for me on the other side and challenging a lot of things that I would have told you were true and is really just getting me to embrace my gifts in different ways that I never wanted to and was never never drawn to. So uh, this, is, this is you, Willie. So we'll go ahead and kick it off. Um, one thing I'll just put out there up front, we're probably not going to do readings tonight. Um, we will open the phone lines so that if people have questions uh, about the topics we're going to discuss or things they want to share, you're absolutely welcome to do that. But I don't foresee any readings tonight. Um, I'll just be frank. I'm not up to it. So, <laughs> uh, Awesome. So let's, let, let's talk a little bit. So what happens when we die? Um, Bert, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, it's just a small question. Yeah, just just a little bit. Just super easy to answer. Um, one of the the things that we want to say too is just that this is from our perspective as psychics. So this is based upon the experiences that we have, um, well, psychic mediums actually working with clients um, and and working with souls that are on the other side. So it's important that as we're having this conversation, this is our perspective and it's our perspective right now. Like Eric said, you know, there were certain things that, um, you know, he had said were his truth and that has shifted as he has been able to learn from from Will and Willie in the past couple of weeks. And so that's the cool thing about the human experiences that we're continuing to evolve. We continue to get to get to learn new things, continue to um, deepen our understanding. So, so, um, and that's one of the reasons we do the work that we do, and and connecting with people. So, in terms of what happens when we die, well, I'd like to say that there is just one answer, but there is not. <laughs> it really depends on what the souls. Um, path on what they have chosen. The biggest thing that we want to make sure that people understand 
again, at least from our experience, is that no soul is a victim. So no matter how a soul decides to exit um, their time on earth, no matter how a soul decides that, you know, well, they might exit the life here on earth but not want to pass to the other side, that um, we do not believe that souls um, are victim to things happening to them, that the soul is making that choice because there are lessons to learn. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't help and support and love and provide guidance, but um, we also need to respect that souls have made certain decisions and it's not up to us to change them. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow, I felt lectured. You were a little bit, but it's okay. okay. We'll survive. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's a complicated question to answer, and it's funny when Bert and I were talking about this, doing this as a topic, in my head I thought, oh, this will be simple. This will be really easy. This will be a really easy thing to share with people because I've done it so much. But it's not easy. Because the, the, the truth is, it's different for every soul. No soul comes to earth with the exact same experiences, the exact same lessons to learn. Um, but one of the things I just really want to start off, and it sounds corny, but death is not the end. And I can't say that enough. We have a view in our society especially that all of our work is done when we, when we pass on. Oh, we've done that. We've done that hard work. And the reality is it couldn't be farther from the truth. Death is when the work begins. Uh, you know, it's, you know, in Willie's case, you know, let me, let me talk a little bit about my relationship with Willie. I never met Willie in his human form. But as soon as I connected with his soul, I knew that I knew Willie. I've known Willie all my life. I've known him and I've connected with that. And now he's moved into a teacher role for me. So there's no way that the work is done because let's be honest, I'm a really shitty student. So <laughs> he's going to have a lot of work to do with me. So He's not going to do your papers for you. Why? <laughs> I didn't sign up for writing. I just want to put that out there. I did not sign up to write papers. If you are with me, well, I did not sign up for papers. <laughs> I, uh, But, you know... So, you know, there's a lot of ways that, that a soul can pass. You know, there's a there's a stereotypical, oh, I hope I go in my sleep so that, that I don't experience. Some souls have a very, very long death process, a very traumatic death process where they're they're in a lot of pain. They're they're experiencing a lot of those horrible things. But again, when we take off our human lenses and we look at these from a spiritual lens, what lessons do we learn from that? And the reality is, is most of us don't know yet because that's, that's the work we do on the other side. Um, and, and, you know, that goes the same way. If, if, you, look at, if you look at deaths like suicide or, or murders or any of that stuff, if we take our human lenses off and we take the judgment off, which is really hard for me to do because you all know that there's nothing more I like to do than judge. <laughs> Judging McJudgerson. Judging McJudgerson. That's my <laughs> that's my Nicky name. Um, but if we take that human aspect out of this and we really look at this from a spiritual perspective, there is a lesson in everything. And you know that's a that's a conversation in and of itself because when we talk to people in readings and we talk to them about that. We get a lot of people that want to argue with that, and it's not my job to prove it to you, and it's not my job to prove it, but the reality is why would we experience those things if there wasn't a lesson? Um, and, and, and in my mind is when we stop learning, that is when our soul dies. That is when our soul is no longer here. So there's my uh, my two cents on that already. Well, part of it, too, just going back to what Eric was talking about with the society piece. Um, you know, our society and, and the Western religions basically um, leave us to believe that you live and you die and you either go to heaven or go to hell. Those are your options, essentially. Um, and so this 
we we are in a society in which that there is no continuing on or there aren't lessons. Um, and that, for me, is the concept of reincarnation is where it made the most sense to me was when it was like, well, what do you mean you just have one shot? Right. And so that's where, from for my own um, comfort, um, it sets my uh, nervousness about making sure I lived life the way it needed to be lived. Nervous Nelly. Nervous Nelly. Um, put that aside. And so I think that is just such a tremendous gift if someone can be open to the belief that that there are many lifetimes and that the soul is really just on a journey. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I like that phrase. I never really thought of it as a journey. But it, it totally, you know, it, it feels good. <laughs> Corny as that sounds, it, it feels good. Um, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about just some of the impacts the last couple of weeks. Um, Will did take his own life. Um, and, and that's something that that he's very much at peace with, which sounds very odd, but it very much was a lesson. And he has an evolved enough spirit that he sees that lesson instantly. He knows that there was something that I had to learn from this. Um, in fact, he, he and I have had some very interesting conversations about, about suicide in general. Um, and, it, and as much as I like to say that I'm evolved enough that there's never any of that judgment, well, the reality is that's total bullshit because I'm human. And, and we judge. That's what humans do. We all have judgment. And, and, and as much as I'd like to say that I don't judge that, it, it, it's kind of hard not to. Um, and he's really helped me to step back even more than I ever have before and look at, look at what the lessons are. Um, you know, I, I, I've lost several friends in the past and, and to that, and, and I always, as much as I understood and as much as I knew they were in a better place and I knew they weren't experiencing the pain and the things that they had going on, there was always that part of me that judged them, and I guess I wasn't even conscious of it until now. And, you know, that's something that really has me looking at things from a very different perspective. Um, I'm not going to say it makes it easier, because it doesn't. It's still horrible, and it still sucks, and it still hurts, and and, and there's nothing that's going to take that away. Um, but sometimes knowing that there is more, there's a bigger picture that we don't see helps absolutely because there's so much more to 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 this than we un- even understand. Even even as I feel like I'm enlightened, either is my ego talking. Here we go. But even as I feel as enlightened as I am about this, there's so much that I don't know, and there's so much that I can't know until my soul experiences it. Wow, that was a little soapbox-esque, so good job there. <laughs> hey, that's what, what we're about tonight. We're just going to embrace it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to embrace it. Awesome. So, okay, let's get back to this whole, we, we, we've done the S-curve segue here. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit more about, well, what happens when we, when we pass? So there's that, that physical thing, and that physical thing is our body dies or as I fondly refer to them, a great friend uses this term, and I absolutely love it, our meat sack rots and dies. Because that's just it. Our bodies are replaceable. Our soul is not. So our our body stops sustaining us. So then what happens? Well, our soul literally leaves our body, and at that point, the soul makes a choice. Stay or do I go? Um, and we've talked a little bit in previous episodes about earthbound spirits, ghosts, if you will. So you're familiar with why they do those things. But let's talk about this going process. There are some people who will, who will talk about the stereotypical, I went towards the light, or some souls that will show me that process when I'm doing mediumship, that they saw the light. Um, Bert, what are some things that you've, been, you've seen in your experience? Bert, Bert does more mediumship than I do, so... 
Um, in terms of that, I would say yes, that does come up sometimes. Uh, but I can't say that I see that all the time. Um, it's not necessarily that pronounced in reading, but that does it does come up. Um, you know, like people always want to know, well, did did so and so greet them when they they came? Did so you know? Did grandma and grandpa were they there to welcome them to heaven? Um, those types of things. And and my experience has been yes, um, because it's like a homecoming. Like someone's coming home. And so they've been away and they're coming home. Well, the other piece we need to remember is that time on the other side moves in a different, at a different pace. So here on Earth, we create the time that we think things are. And 70 years to us can feel like 140 sometimes. But over on the other side, 70 years literally could be five minutes. In the the course of 500 lifetimes. It's just a little short snapshot. Um, And so so we have to remember that, you know, the time also moves a little bit differently. but, But the big part is, Again, I don't feel like it's consistent for every soul because then the other piece is not every soul passes right away. So then does that mean they're automatically an earthbound or a ghost? Not necessarily. No. It means that they have some things that they need to wrap up here before before their soul passes. I have to say, if there's anything that spirituality has taught me and as we have gone through this awakening process, there is no absolute. And that, and I struggle with that. I'm a very black and white person. I want an absolute. So I want to know that when I pass on, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Frankly, it's comfortable. You know, it, it comforts me to know that. But the reality is it's not true. Um Everyone's process, every soul's process is a little different. Um, But what I can tell you as an absolute is you are absolutely 100% supported, guided, and loved through that process. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I feel like we keep getting on that soapbox tonight. Well, that's a a little bit about, you know, once you you pass. But in terms of the, the process of, actually passing away. That comes up a lot in the Yeah, it does. You know, did they feel pain? Um, you know, were they in pain? Did they experience that? And and I think this we can say fairly consistently is that souls that are involved in a lot of trauma, so a traumatic situation, don't necessarily, their, their soul isn't necessarily in their body when that occurs. Because the soul doesn't necessarily need to experience that that particular trauma, um, so it isn't that uncommon during that experience for the soul to to jump out of the out of the body. Absolutely, and that's really also common if you think about uh, people with dementia or Alzheimer's or very painful, you know, illnesses. Oftentimes, you can even look at that person and you can tell just by looking in their eyes, their soul isn't there. Um, I have a very good friend that is going through, um, her mother has severe Lewy body dementia. And she, you know, one of the things I told her is that, you know, she's gotten very hateful towards her. Um, and, and, you know, and just not true to herself as the dementia has taken control. And what I told her is I said, you know what, you need to look in her eyes look in her eyes and you'll know that's not your mom. Mm-hmm. That's not your mom talking. That's the, that's the dementia. That's the, the illness, the darkness and that creeping in. And that's been a really comforting thing for her. And, you know, I can think back even with people that we have been very close to that have passed. My grandma, you know, my uncle, and both, both of my uncles that have passed, there were times we could look at them and you just knew they weren't there. They weren't dead but they weren't here. Their soul was not there. Because why Why? Why experience that stuff if there's nothing to learn from it? Right. So I always take comfort in that. You know, that helps me a lot uh, to know that, 
you know, when we're, when we, you know, people who have long, prolonged suffering deaths to know that their soul can just say, okay, I'm not going to do this. They don't need to do this. Yeah. So, and take comfort in that. I mean, I think everyone that, I don't think I've ever met somebody that, that couldn't be comforted by that because nobody wants to know that their loved ones are in pain. Right. So. And the hard part, too, is, um, and this is the part that it's a little difficult for us to understand because while our bodies are meat sacks, sometimes when <laughs> you get to the other side, your body in some terms, needs to heal. Yeah. And I'll, and that sounds so crazy because it's like, well, but I just left my body. So what do you mean my body needs to heal? But that is because what manifests in our body, dis-ease, disease, dis-ease, as Eric says all the time, you know, has to do with our emotions, how we deal with feelings, how you know, the experiences that we've had here on Earth, those things we still have to deal with on the other side. We have to deal with all of our crap, if you want to use that term or, you know, fill in the blank. And, And that's that. So that healing still needs to happen because before we can, can incarnate into another lifetime, we have to, to go through that life review process, look at how we can heal, change, you know, I should have done this, I could have done this differently, this would have been impacted differently had I made this decision, but there's no judgment with it. And that's the hard part for us as humans, right. again, to go back to. Judgment is for us to understand, well, everything has to be judged. It was either right or wrong. <laughs> no, that, well, that's where karma comes into play. Um, and we're not going to, you know, go into that tonight so much, but it really just is about through a lens of love and through a lens of gratitude, um, I believe. In oh, experience. absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So we've kind of covered, you know, what happens in, in that death process, but now let's talk about, you know, I mentioned earlier, the work has just begun when we die. Let's talk about what we're doing over there. Um, and this is my the one where I roll my eyes and say, but I don't want to go back to school. But that's literally what we do when we when we pass on. We all have to go through a life review. For some people, this is a really, really quick process. It's like literally, you know, boom, they're done because they've acknowledged the lessons, they understand it. For others, it's a really hard process, and it takes a long time. But again... Time is relative. Um, And I'll give you an example. Um, You know, I have an uncle that passed a few years ago. And uh, a couple years after he passed, my aunt decided that she wanted to, you know, try and connect with him through a medium. Um, And the medium was able to make the connection, but the first thing that she told her was, well, he's not done. He's still in the works. You know, he's like, he's, he's still barely begun. And it and it made sense to all of us. He wasn't ready to go. He fought it tooth and nail and wasn't ready to go and was adamant until the day he passed that he wasn't going anywhere. Um, you know, he had doctors telling him, you will never leave this hospital. You need to accept that. And he was adamant that he wasn't, that was not going to happen. He was going home. Um, so it's been a hard for life review for him. And when I say hard, that doesn't mean it's judgmental. It doesn't mean it's unpleasant. It, it, it's just a little more difficult of a process. He's got to look at things a lot of different ways. Um, and then there are others that you, like you snap their fingers and they're they're done. Um, is there any judgment in that? No. That's the one thing I want to put out there again. There is no judgment. Um, nobody's judging you for how long it takes. Nobody's going to force you to do it either. But the reality is that you can't move on to the next stages until it's done. And you can't predict, like, you would think, okay, I I can totally predict who's going to take a long time in their life review process and who's going to go through it quickly. You know, oh, my grandma, she was just angelic. Everyone loves her. She never would hurt a fly. So her life review process, I bet, is just going to be super fast. 
But the reality is, who knows what was going on in Grandma's head? Who knows what she struggled exactly. with that nobody knew about? Who knows the things that she's coming back and regretting? Who knows? None of us know that stuff. Um, you know, it, it, exactly. You know, and that's something. One of the things I'll talk about. You know, we brought up we brought up suicide earlier. I I would have told you until a couple of weeks ago that anybody that, that passes by taking their own life is going to have a very difficult, very prolonged life review. And I would not be able to connect with them for at least six months after they pass. And that was based on your experience yep. as a medium. That was my truth at this point. And, and that's the other thing with truth, truth evolves. We all, I think we've all seen that. Um, you know, then, then, so then I asked myself, you know, how was it I could connect with Willie two days later, three days later, you know, um, and have this strong of a connection with him. Um, and, and that's, again, there's no absolute, there's no predictability. Um, and, you know, has, has he finished his life review? No. Is that okay? Absolutely. He's doing things the way he needs to do them. And right now, he knows that he needs to be here and he wants to be here. And that's the, he's being allowed to do that. And I would have told you months ago that, no, you can't do that. You're No way. This is crazy. Um, but why not? If there's one thing Bert and I have said a lot on this show, it's why not. <laughs> so that life review is, is actually a really amazing process. Um, there's, you're supported by your spirit guides, and again, your spirit guides are like your best friends on the other side. So they're the spirits that you've chosen to help you in that lifetime. But then you're also surrounded by your angels and ascended masters that are going to help you through this. So it's a very supportive and very loving process. And again, there's no judgment. So I'm going to use an example. I had someone when we had a discussion about the lack of judgment in this. Well, how could there be no judgment for someone like Hitler? I'm just going to let it sit there for a second because that's hard as a human to absorb. However, let's look at it a different way. And this is something that I actually had a sociology professor in college have me think about it this way. She's like, was the Holocaust horrible? Absolutely. Should it have never happened? No, I wish it never would have happened. However, what did we gain out of it? Well, first off, we gained an understanding of what the hell to never let happen again. And, and sometimes you don't know what to not let happen until it happens. The other thing is we gained a lot of knowledge out of this. We gained medical knowledge. We gained science knowledge. We gained a lot of things that have actually enriched the lives of every human on this earth that may not or could not have ever happened without that horrible, tragic event. And I hate saying that. It gives me chills every time I say it because I don't want to say that. I want to say, no, it was horrible. There's no good that can come out of it. But if there's no good that can come out of it, it never would have happened. Whew, another soapbox. I'm, like, shaking while I say that. That's crazy. Well, and it's different when you look at it, like, if it were sitting right in front of you, and that feels one way. But if you stand back and look at it in amongst, you know, all of this time and lifetimes and all of the things that have happened over history here on Earth, in the universe, it becomes a little more um, understandable in terms of it being a lesson and gaining things from it versus when it's standing right in front of you, yes, that does, it is horrible and that does feel horrible. So that's really hard. It's it's hard to gain that perspective and and totally understand that that's controversial. And like Eric was saying, we're not saying that that should have happened, but there are reasons things happen. That's, that's the thing that we that is one truth that I don't know that will change. That things do happen for a reason. Absolutely, there's um, a reason and a lesson behind everything. Which is very hard when you're in the middle of things. Yeah, let's be honest, it sucks. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with loss. And and that happens a lot with our clients that are looking to connect with someone 
Um, they're in the middle of, of, of a, a huge loss. The hard part for us is that sometimes that soul isn't available. So, so for example, you know, someone passes and two weeks later they're like, I want, I want to talk to Grandma Mabel. I really want to talk to Grandma Mabel. Well, you know, she might not be available because she's doing her life review. Um, and so she might not be available to talk. I had a, a situation in which, um, you know, a, a, one of our clients, she wanted to connect with her father. Well, it just was not working. And I had to use a spirit guide. The spirit guide is actually what I ended up connecting with. Eric will commonly use angels yeah. as a means to at least get information or a message um, from that loved one. Because we do recognize, and the universe recognizes, the importance of providing that comfort um, to those of us that are here. But what we always want to say is when you're working with a medium, it isn't guaranteed. No. And that is really hard because it's usually very high emotion. And we, and we totally understand that. And that doesn't have to do with the medium, always. You know, that's like, it's like you know, the, a medium really is the, they're, they're the connector, the tool. They're the phone. Yeah, they're the phone line. So, you know, are you going to blame the phone company because Grandma Mabel's, you know, busy baking cookies and can't answer the phone? Well, no, that's not the phone company's fault. That's my soapbox. If people will blame mediums, you know, they'll say, well, they're frauds or, or um, you know, they don't know what they're doing or you should be able to contact anyone. It doesn't work that way. It just, it doesn't because souls are souls. They're, pe- they're no different than people walking around here on earth. Absolutely, absolutely. So. All right. Well, guys, I just want to put it out there. We are going to open the phone lines for those of you that are on. If you do have a question you'd like to ask on the air, have something you'd like to share with us, all you need to do is press 1 on your phone keypad, and that indicates to me that you're looking for that. But there's no pressure to do that. I know this is a, this is a tough topic. Um, I'll just leave it at that. So if that's something you wanted to do, or if there was something you wanted to share, or if you're listening online and have something you want to share, and you'd like to call in, that number is area code 714-364-4750. Again, that's 714-364-4750. And in case you're joining us late, we just want to reiterate that we're not doing any readings tonight. Um, And so we will not be doing any mediumship readings or any other readings, um, you know, this evening on, on tonight's show. So if you're calling in, please call in, you know, if you have a question about the topic we're discussing or if you have an experience that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear it. But but we won't be doing any readings tonight. Yep. Absolutely. So, so thank you. We do want to hear from you, though. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got something you want to share, feel free. Just remember, when you call in or if you're on hold now, you simply press 1 on your phone keypad and that indicates to me that you are looking to speak with us. Okay. Um, so moving on a little bit, I want to talk a little bit more about about really a, a sensitive subject, and that's suicide. Um, I, I, this is my true soapbox on this. Um, a couple of years ago, I was driving to work, and you'll you'll often, most of you have probably experienced radio stations that have their psychic that comes on and does readings. Um, a pretty well-known psychic was on a local Minneapolis station, and a woman called in because she was really concerned about her brother who had taken his life, and she just wanted to know that he was okay. And if any of you are my Facebook friends, you've seen this story, so you know where I'm going with this, because I think it comes out at least once a year. So this psychic, I'm not going to mention his name, but 
a lot of you will know who he is. <laughs> he wears a nice white thing on his head. There's your hint. <laughs> Not that I'm pointing fingers. And you would know who that is, and if you don't know who it is, it doesn't matter. Not. You're better off. Then. <laughs> the first thing out of his mouth to this woman, who is clearly distraught, well, that's not a valid way to pass. So he's stuck. And so at that point, as I almost drive my car off the interstate because I'm so angry and cussing up a storm in my car, he continues to go on about how he's stuck and has a demon attached to him, and he'll never be able to move on, but he can help, of course. So he goes through this whole process. Now, mind you, the entire time this poor girl is just absolutely bawling. On the air, she has put herself out there for that, and this is the treatment she's getting from him. Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you guys is that's the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Who is he to say that that's not a valid way to pass? Or who is he to pass that judgment? And if there is anyone out there, and I'm like practically yelling right now as I say this, if there's anyone out there that has experienced that, you need to know that that is not true. And I'm going to say that that's a universal truth. I don't care what religion says. I don't care what someone's passing judgment and saying. It's not true. There is no judgment on the other side. There is no damnation. There is no one saying, oh, you didn't do it right, so you're stuck now. Sucks to be you. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Okay, I got it out of my system. <laughs> I probably made him all over money. Yeah, it probably would have. It, absolutely. So, so a big part of our work is just ethics and what's ethical. And so, let's say that let's let's just play this out. Let's say that he did see those things. What? How is that serving her? Exactly. How would that serve her to know that a demon was attached to him, and he's being judged and all of those things. Now, that's not to say that, that mediums or psychics are lying to people. But what that's saying is, is that for her highest good? I suppose someone could argue, well, yeah, it is. Who are, who are you to judge whether or not it's for her highest good? But but it isn't. it doesn't feel like the loving thing to do, um, you know. I mean, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I and I firmly believe, and that's something that we tell everyone that we interact with, we only provide messages that are for high, your highest good. And if telling you that is going to break you down and scare you and cause you to be emotionally ripped open, is that for your highest good? No. We want to make sure that you're being built up and spirit is helping you. Okay. Um just again, know that there is no judgment. It doesn't make it. It doesn't mean it's an easy thing. It doesn't mean it's it's hard. It just means there's no judgment. There's a lesson in everything that we do. Um. So let's talk about why why do why do people choose to end their lives? So from a spiritual level, there's a couple of reasons. The first one is it was part of your life plan. I am a firm believer, and this is something that, you know, I keep getting confirmation of every time I ask, that every soul has to pass that way at some point in its journey to understand the lessons from it. It's kind of hard to absorb that a little bit because to us, we think that's a horrible, horrible thing, and we don't want to do that. But remember, that's the human side of us. Spiritually, there's a ton of lessons in that 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 soul needed to learn. And in this lifetime, they, they chose that. Um, the one thing I'll say about suicide, though, is it's never a definite. So just because you chose that doesn't mean it's a definite, and that's because every one of us has free will. So we all have the free will to change that. So when we pick it on our plan, it's a probable, but it's not a definite. And if it's not your time to go, it's not your time to go. I mean, we hear stories all the time from people 
who attempted suicide and for whatever reason it wasn't successful. And I mean, to the point that, you know, someone can be an expert at something, whether that's a pharmacist or something else, and they're like, no, it is impossible that this would not have killed someone, but they end up not passing. That tells you that it's not your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but um, you know, yeah. so just looking at that, that second reason, you know, Sometimes the soul just decides, you know what, I bet off more than I can chew. I can't do this. Too many lessons. There were too many lessons. I'm too, I can't do this. I'm not ready for these. It's almost like our out card. And, and, and I don't think that's horribly common. I think more often than not, it's about the lesson. But when we've connected, you know, in our experiences, when we've connected with souls that pass that way, that's one of the reasons we've been told that I just couldn't do it anymore. I bit off way more than I could chew, and there was absolutely no way I could continue. So, Which, if you look through the lens that there's only one lifetime, it's this feeling of, you know, judgment and tragedy. And, but if you understand that there's multiple lifetimes, there still is a sense of tragedy but not of judgment. And that's, that's really hard for some, some of us to grasp, seeing that big picture in things. Um, you know, and, and like we, we started tonight, this is our truth. So there are some of you out there that could be yelling at us, arguing with us, as we're having these, these, this discussion tonight, and that's okay because that's that's your truth and that's your what you're trying to understand and work through. Um, and this is really just about talking about something that is really taboo in our culture. Death in and of itself is taboo. Absolutely. Who likes to talk about death? On the other point, who who likes to talk about suicide? Because when Eric brought up that word tonight, when he said the word suicide. I noticed immediately, like, I got anxious and there was this feeling of, oh, are you kidding me? Like, you know, oh, absolutely. judgment. I did too. I didn't want to say it. There's just such such a taboo about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. But yet, it it's a reality and, and has been occurring since, I'm sure, Humans were on the planet. Yeah. I mean that's that's natural. All right. Well I'm gonna we're gonna go to the phone lines. It looks like we do have somebody that wants to ask a question. Just a reminder on tonight's show we are not doing reading. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring our caller on. We'll see how many technical difficulties I have as this happens. Oh my gosh, I think it worked. Caller, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Awesome. Well, who do we have on the line? Uh, this is Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Thanks for calling Hello. in tonight. Yeah, I love the topic. It's very interesting. Um, my aunt, it's been probably all oh, 10 years ago now, um, she sent her husband out to get something to eat for breakfast um, when he did, when he got home, uh, she had took his gun because he was a retired police officer, and she shot herself in the head and killed herself. He had um, skin cancer, and she was so afraid to live life without him that she killed herself. And exactly three months from the day that she killed herself, he passed away. But the thing with that, I mean, and I know my grandmother was old, it was her daughter, but she always told me that um, Aunt Barb would, first of all, she would be going to hell because she killed herself. God did sure. not like anybody 
who killed themselves. That was not the way life was. And the other thing is, is that I was told that she would have to come back to this world and live through everything that she's lived before because she couldn't handle it this time around. Oh, wow. And it's just crazy people's beliefs. I mean, she she wasn't, my Aunt Barb was not close to her, uh, you know, her family, um, you know, she couldn't talk to her mom. She couldn't talk to her siblings. She basically had her husband. She had, They had no kids. And she was afraid to face the world on her own. And I talked to her, and I always, I always, I, I mean, you know, I just have this feeling that she can hear me in heaven. And I talked to her, and I just say, Aunt Barb, I want the love, the caring, and the sharing that you and Uncle Charles had. That it was one of the best that I've ever seen in my life. But she was ridiculed so much. Wow, Sandy, that's that, that's an amazing story, and you know I think that you've you've really just backed up so much of what we've been talking about tonight. That mm-hmm. you know I, I I just refuse to believe that that God judges us in that way, or our Creator, or whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want to put on. Yeah. I, I just I just mm-hmm. can't see that. Um, as you were telling me, you know, telling that story, I was literally just getting chills. Um, and that's always my sign that that, that 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 you're on that right track with that. And you, you mentioned something about talking to her. She absolutely can hear you. Mm-hmm. I one hundred and fifty five million percent believe that <laughs> that they can hear us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we may not be able to hear them respond to us, but they're getting those messages. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and I didn't get a, I didn't necessarily connect with her, but when you said that, I got a very yeah. warm, loving feeling that came down from from up above. So to me, that was wow. a message from her to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. But what, well, know, now I want to look. I, I want to look at a little different perspective of what you said, though. So, you know, you talked about the judgment that, you know, was placed around her for doing that. But think about the lesson that she taught you. Oh, yes. And and, and even though they may not be acknowledging yet, the rest of your family who chastised and judged her, they're getting lessons from this as well. Because when they have to face this, it'll be like, well, shit, we were wrong. You know, know, and... and, (laughs) True enlightenment is knowing that a lesson is a gift. And as odd as it sounds, she gave you a gift. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So. <laughs> I I realize that wholeheartedly. Now, last night, I work uh, third shift. And last night while I was at work, for some reason, I just thought about my mom passing. And... I was standing, I was there at work, I was doing my job, and I was almost in tears thinking about everything. All of a sudden, I got this real warmth going through my heart, at just oh, like wow. her telling me, I'm okay, it's okay, I'm with you. That's but, so cool. uh, yeah, it, I, I have experienced so much just by... I guess believing and talking, I've talked to my mom, I talked to my Aunt Barb, and different ones, I thank them for, you know, different things for being with me and everything, and I think I've grown so much just by believing that they're right here. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Sandy, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I know that, you know, I I know... Anybody listening to that got something out of that, and I, and I really appreciate that. So thank you for calling in tonight. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Well, yeah, thank you for the show. I mean, I've, I haven't i have heard a show like this, and 
I got intrigued with listening to it and loved it. So thank you so much, and God bless you, and have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you, you as well. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Wow. I still have chills. I don't know about you. I'm still getting those just sort of warm, chilly. It's awesome. Yeah, wow. There's, there's a lot of love between Barb and Sandy there. Yeah. You could just you could feel that. Well, I want, so cool. I want to segue into something while we're while we're on this topic and we're and we're talking about suicide. I want to segue into something, and it looks like we also have another caller. Um, you know, one of the things that I think all of us do after a death is we we start to blame ourselves. Well, I should have called more. I should have I should have known. I should have done this. Um, stop it. <laughs> Nobody is that powerful, and I'm using I'm using words from a very good friend that gave me this. Nobody is that powerful. There is nobody powerful enough to stop everything. There's nobody powerful enough to know that that these things are going to happen, and 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 the should have, would have, could have stuff isn't doing anything but dragging you down. And that's the thing to understand. You're only dragging yourself down. You're not hurting or impacting that person that's passed. You're dragging yourself down. Well, on, on the sorry, go ahead, Bert. No, I was going to say, you know, a lot of times, and this is hard for people to hear too. A lot of times, that is people's way of not really dealing with the loss or not really dealing with the emotions. And so it's easier to have that that deep despair. And that's not to say that that's not real, but but instead of actually feeling it and experiencing it, because we're supposed to release things. That's hard for us to understand the human side of us, that it's okay to let things go. Yep. And so, you know, if a relationship reaches a point where you're no longer serving the spiritual needs of each other, it's okay to let it go. But not in our culture, because in our culture, when, once you get married, you are married for life, and you are not supposed to, you know, ever marry anyone else. Or it, it, There's so many absolutes that just make absolutely no sense when you stand back and look through a learning lens. Um, okay, there is my soapbox. A learning lens. A learning lens. Ooh, that was the teacher coming out. Awesome. So, yeah. I'm trademark that. But on the, are you, I like it. I like Copyright it. it. Nobody else can use it. You yes. can't have it. Learning lens is all birds. Just know that. You know what, the other thing I'll say, though, is use this as a catalyst. If there are people you haven't reached out to, Use this as a catalyst. Reach out to them. Know, let them know that you care. Let them know that, hey, I was thinking about you. But, and use that as a catalyst to move forward rather than drag yourself down. Yeah. You know, I, I personally did exactly that thing after, you know, after being at, at, at Willie's Memorial, I, I did that exact thing. I said, you know what, I'm going to use this and I'm going to reach out to someone I haven't talked to in a long time. And I got to tell you, it felt amazing. I know, I really enjoyed it when you finally talked. Yeah, I, I really just don't like <laughs> it. Oh, awesome. All right, so it looks like we've got another caller. I'm going to bring uh, this next one on the line. One moment here. All right. Caller, can you hear us? Yes. Hi. How are you? Happy holidays. Thank you. And who are we speaking with? Hi. My name is Tina. Hi, Tina. Well, thanks for calling into the Multi-Perspective Edge tonight. Did you have a, a question or something you wanted to share? You're welcome. Yes. Um, are you? I wanted to ask about a relationship. Oh, something our sweetie is cutting in a little bit. What did you say? I wanted to ask about my relationship. Okay. We're actually, Tina, I apologize. You probably called in a little later. We're actually not doing readings on the air tonight, but on our show next week we will be doing readings. Okay. Thank you. Happy holidays. Yeah. Thanks. You too. Thanks, you too. You're welcome. Bye. All right. 
that's the joy of internet radio sometimes. You don't always get the messages out there, but no problem. No problem. All right. So, guys, um, as we kind of start to wrap up our show tonight, there's a couple things. I, I got something in my email over the weekend. Um, and I and I knew that, you know, we, 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 we talked about death a lot, but one of the things I really did want to want to focus on this show was suicide because the reality is it impacts so many of us. Um, there's an epidemic going on, to be frank with it, you know, in all walks of life, from veterans to to you name it. So one of the things I'll put out there is just a, a statistic. There we go. There's that $5 word that really that popped up for me that, that scared the hell out of me. It says every 40 seconds, someone in the world dies by suicide. So we've been on the air a little, a little under an hour. You do the math. What a scary, scary thing. But more importantly, every 41 seconds, someone is left to make sense of it. Um, and this came about. Um, this actually last Saturday, November 21st. Uh, was International Survivors of Suicide Day. A little bit ironic, and <laughs> many of you listening will completely understand that. Um, but they say on average, um, there are six survivors for every one suicide. And and, it, and it's just really crazy. You know, it, it's crazy. So I want to share some resources for everybody. I want to share some resources with survivors who are struggling. But more importantly, I want to put some resources out there for any of you that are feeling lost or feeling alone, feeling like you have nowhere to turn. Your first resource, well, you're listening to them. And I mean that sincerely. You reach out to us. This is definitely something that I am incredibly passionate about. Reach out to us. You always have someone to talk to. You always have someone that's going to care. Um, but there's other things you could do. And probably the most common one I'm going to give you is just the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That number is 1-800-273-TALK. So 1-800-273-8255. They're also at www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Just know that no matter who you are, there is someone out there that cares about you and someone that loves you. And no matter how alone you feel, know that. All right, so there's one soapbox. <laughs> um, the other thing I would say, you know, there's also the uh, American Association for Suicide Prevention, which is AFSP.org. They're another great resource. Um, they're actually who provided this information to me. So wanted to say thank you to them as well. So lastly, then we have we have survivors. So what are you supposed to do after this happens? Well, that's a really good question, and there's not a good answer because everyone is going to deal with this differently. Everyone is going to grieve differently. But know that there are resources for you as well. There are people that want to help you just as much as we want to make sure that nobody has to go through this again. Um, so probably an easy thing to do if you're looking for kind of a local support group, the website www.save.org is a great one. It lists local support groups in your area. Um, there's also uh, the Center for Grief and Loss, which is uh, www.grieflost.org. And then finally, and this is actually my personal favorite, I'm not, not that you should have a favorite because all of these are great organizations, but I just really like what they stand for, and that's the Alliance of Hope, www.allianceofhope.org. Any of these organizations are there to help you. So no matter if you're going alone, feeling lost, don't feel like you have anywhere to turn, or you've just recently lost someone or lost someone years ago but you're still struggling with it. It doesn't matter. There's no timeline. There's nobody saying that you have to move on tomorrow because up, your time is up. And if they are saying that, give them a nice middle finger and a big F you. 
I had to get my spice on there. Okay. Um, awesome. Anything else you want to put out there, Rick? Um, only that I just want to thank you for spending your evening with us um, talking about a difficult topic, a somewhat taboo topic, just overall. And um, so whether you're listening to us tonight live or you're listening um, later on to the recording, just know that we really appreciate and um, your support. And these topics are very near and dear to us. Um, this was a, a very emotional episode for us to do tonight. Um, and so thank you for being there for, for us. And we always say to our students, we learn as much, if not more, than they do in the classes that we teach. And so, um, again, by doing the show, we learn more, I would say, than all of you. So thank you again for being with us. Yeah, I'll just echo that. I don't know that I could say it differently. Just thank you. Um, calling this difficult to talk about is probably an under, the biggest understatement we've made all night. Um, this was really, really tough, and I, I just want to thank you, and I hope that every one of you got something out of this. I hope that whether you're struggling with loss, whether you're struggling with yourself, know that somebody cares and that somebody loves you. Reach out. Absolutely. Um, you know, re- reaching out for help isn't isn't weakness. And, and I think that's something that we all need to hear sometimes. I know I need to hear it. Asking for help doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're human. So. Right. All right. All right. Well, should I do the upcoming events? Yeah. Let's talk about a few things that are coming up. We've got a a, a lot, actually. So this weekend, um, Saturday, November 28th, we will be at the Mind, Body, Spirit Expo in Brainerd at Craigens Resort. And that will be occurring from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So we will be doing a psychic gallery at that event starting at 1.30 p.m. And that psychic gallery, there are tickets available. Online you can purchase those on the Brainerd Holistic Communities website. Um, and so, or, or you can purchase them the day of the event. Too, well. All right. So either one of those are an option. Um, Awakening Waters will have items there as well. And so we'll be doing readings throughout the day. And then Awakening Waters, our spiritual center, we will have um, items from our, our center there as well. Yeah, it's a big, it's also Small Business Saturday. Um, so you're going to have over 40 independent vendors all in one place for you, so very easy to shop small. Uh, so come out and support your small businesses in the area. And if you see something on Facebook about it, please share it on your timeline because get the word out. It's just important for people to to know and hear about it um, because it really is about the holistic community. So then um, next Wednesday, December 2nd, um, we will have our next edition of the Multi-Perspective Edge featuring two guys in the know at 6 p.m. And then the weekend of Saturday, December 5th and Sunday, December 6th, we will be teaching a class down in Roseville, Minnesota called Voyage of Our Souls. It's a weekend development, spiritual development workshop, and it's all about past lives. So past lives, soul development, reincarnation, karma, a lot of the things we are talking about tonight. The interesting part about it is there's also a healing element to it. So it isn't just about learning about it. We do a lot of regressions. So past life regressions, we actually get to experience experience those and then take it and go ahead and heal it. Um, so a really, really cool workshop. So it's, it's one, we always get a tremendous response from those individuals that take the class. Um, so again, that is December 5th and 6th, information is on our website. We are running right now a buy one, get one half price offer 
So it's an outstanding deal for anyone that's looking for um, to enrich their spiritual development. And again, that's next weekend in Roseville. There's also a Thanksgiving offer that has just been announced, so you may not have seen it yet if you're looking at the class. Uh, but all all attendees, all full-price attendees, so if you do the buy one, get one, you'll get one voucher, are going to get a voucher for a free 15-minute reading with us. Say what? I know. Oh, wow. Wanna, it's Thanksgiving, and we want to put that gratitude out there and just thank you guys for all of your support. So a free 15-minute reading with every full-price admission to the workshop. So It's a tremendous value. Oh, good Lord. Here you go. Here you go. We're getting ready for Black Friday. We really are. Bert is the Black Friday shopper extraordinaire, so that's, you know. Until about 4 a.m. and then I fall asleep. <laughs> true story, true story. I can't make it past that. Yeah. So awesome, guys. Well, again, I just thank you. This was a, this was a heavy episode, I know. It wasn't our usual banter back and forth, but it's something that I think a lot of us need to hear, and it's something that I know I needed to say. So I appreciate you joining us and spending another hour or so of your of your busy lives with us. And I just want to, again, say thank you. Wish each and every one of you a great holiday season with Thanksgiving tomorrow, eating lots of turkey, watching the Macy's Parade, football, all that fun stuff. So for me, it'll be the Macy's Parade and the dog show. So safe travels if you're heading somewhere. And um, thank you for joining us tonight. Yep. Just close by saying just remember you're never alone. There's always someone out there that cares. Thanks, guys. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.